and welcome back to Small Talk. I'm your host, Naomi. Kirsty is not too, feeling too well today, so um, it's just me flying solo once again. It's been a while since we've been here, just me, and I feel like this episode, at this point, I'm not 100% sure what the title is going to be, so don't like read the title and think that it's going to be anything related. I kind of have a general idea of what I want to talk about and I guess it is going to sort of be a little bit of a life update in comparison to where we were the last time I was here recording by myself but it is also I guess a little bit related to Kirsty not being here with us today because she's not feeling too well. Um, I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I've I'm starting to like make more of a conscious effort to pay attention to the things around me and kind of see them less as just coincidences and more as messages, especially if things keep reoccurring around me under a common theme. I I need to get out of this habit of thinking, oh, this is just a coincidence and more like, what is the universe trying to tell me or is the universe trying to tell me something? And I've had a few experiences over the past sort of week or so that I think have really kind of hit home a very central message to me that I feel like I should really pass on and I guess it is sort of related to Kirsty not feeling too well today and not being able to record today and also probably why this episode is going out so late because life just sometimes gets in the way and things don't always go the way that you plan them to go so yeah that's that's what I'm going to be talking about today no title thus far but um I'm going to try and keep it as lighthearted as I possibly can, but it it probably is not going to end there. I feel like I'm going to be talking about some quite hard-hitting things. So just a little trigger warning, precursor. Um, so essentially what I've wanted, what I wanted to talk about and what's kind of been on my mind, and I know it's something that people have probably heard so much about, over the course of their life, especially during the start of this pandemic, but it's about the importance of getting balance in your life. And that's like a work-life balance and also just a health work balance, just a health-life balance, just balancing all of the aspects in your life in order to maintain an optimum level of health. Because I feel like where we're at as a society or what capitalism has conditioned us to believe is that we constantly need to be on the go all the time. We constantly be need to be making money. We constantly need to be striving to make even more money than we were previously. Otherwise our life is just not worthwhile. But I don't think we really take enough time to stop and consider the actual repercussions of living a lifestyle in that way because if you're constantly pushing yourself harder and harder and harder to do more and more and more you are ignoring certain signs from your body that's telling you I need to slow down I need to take a break and if you do ignore those signs eventually your body is going to take over and it's just going to say enough is enough and it's just going to stop and you're going to kind of shut down And realistically, we need to be asking ourselves, how exactly are we supposed to continue to have a quality of life or, you know, be able to go to constantly work and do more if we don't have 
a body to be able to do that if we don't have a vessel of transportation to be able to take us on that journey because really all that we have at the end of the day is our body all that we have at the end of the day is our health and I think when when people say things like that people always think oh yeah but you know I'm eating healthy and I'm working out but when I say health I mean like holistically you know is your yes health is definitely about you know diet and exercise but also your mental health and your the health of your relationships whether those be like family relationships romantic ones platonic ones I apologize my laptop is just making noises at me it's very unhappy and I'm not really too sure why but yeah if you just hear random noises in the background that's probably what it is um and the the thing that sort of really made this hit home for me oh my god there is a giant moth in my room currently oh I love that for me so much but I don't I'm lying I hate it it's making me very uncomfortable but that's not what we're here to talk about um so essentially kind of since I've gone back to work um since the previous lockdown I'd say it's been about just over a month now I've just been feeling so incredibly exhausted just constantly and I haven't felt this way the other lockdowns you know going back to returning to work after previous lockdowns yes there has definitely been a period of transition because obviously in when you're in lockdown you're not staying as active as you normally would when you're working full-time but something about going back to work after this lockdown I definitely think it's now that I've moved out and I'm living alone and I'm completely self-sufficient and I'm responsible for doing absolutely everything for myself it is just destroyed me And that's not to say that, you know, when I was living at home with my parents previously, that they were, you know, waiting on me hand and foot. That was not the case at all. But I think I've very quickly learned the difference between being independent and being self-sufficient. So I assumed that, you know, moving out of home would be really easy for me because I'd always been a very independent person. I'd always done a lot of things for myself. I'd never really relied on my parents financially I was always kind of cooked my for myself and you know cleaned up after myself and done laundry and all of those things so in my mind I was like well then I should easily be able to handle living alone but there's yeah there's a huge difference between being independent and being self-sufficient because when you're self-sufficient and you're completely alone it's the little things that add up those tiny little things that if you don't make the time to do them can just ruin your entire week not even your entire day your entire week because then you're constantly playing catch up and that's what I'd been finding in those weeks returning to work I felt like my days off were spent the first day of my quote-unquote weekend was spent recovering from the week before and then the second day was spent preparing for the week ahead and in between that I had no time to do any of the things that I was previously enjoying doing because I was just so drained and just so dead to the world and I recently just had my birthday and I was feeling like this and I was like I should not be feeling this way at this age this is not sustainable for me like this cannot be my weekly cycle this cannot be my entire life because at this point I'm living to work I'm not working to live and that's something that I always vowed to myself that I would never do I would never allow work to completely consume my everything because it was always very important to me to have interests outside of that and to maintain friendships and you know 
actually experience life outside of just being on that cycle of waking up and going to work and then coming home and going to bed and waking up again and going to work. As much as, you know, yes, I do enjoy my job, that doesn't mean I want it to be my everything. And so I really had to kind of take a step back and put things into perspective and think to myself, is this really, is this sustainable, first of all, but also is it really worth it? Because what am I actually gaining from working myself to the bone and exhausting myself week after week, not having any time to actually do any of the things I enjoy? What am I gaining from doing this? And I think it's one of those difficult things that I've posed this question to myself quite often. And I do feel like with more recent generations like mine, like, you know, millennials, Gen Z, all of those, we do kind of feel that pressure from older generations where they kind of look down on us and give us comments like, oh, you know, you guys have it so easy. Or, you know, when we're saying we should have a four day work week, they're saying that, you know, we're lazy because we don't want to work constantly like they did. But I think that the, the big thing that people don't take into consideration is that the world is not the same as it was, you know, 50, 60, even 30, 40, even 20 or 10 years ago. So for those previous generations, yes, they did work extremely, extremely, extremely hard. I'm not going to take that away from them at all. But at the same time, they had something to show for it. You know, they knew that if they went, they went to work and they worked hard, they would gradually work their way up. They'd get those promotions. They'd get those pay rises. They would earn enough money to be able to sustain a family and sustain a life to they would be able to afford to buy property to save up enough money to comfortably retire they knew that those kind of things were guaranteed for them if they went to work and they worked hard none of those things are guaranteed for us now you know I think it's we don't have that culture anymore of you leave school and you start one job and that's the job that you're going to have for your entire life and if you just stay at that job you'll gradually work your way up um and you'll eventually get into a more senior role where you'll be earning a lot more money. That just isn't a culture that we have today. But at the same time, we're still doing the same. Statistically proven that this generation is the most educated and yet least paid in history. So really, realistically, what are we working for? We're working ourselves to the bone and we can barely afford to live. We can't afford to get on the property ladder our retirement age is constantly going up and up and up. So at this point, we don't even know if we ever will be able to retire. There's also the environmental threat that are we even still going to have a planet to retire on by the time we get there? There's just so much uncertainty. And so it really puts it into perspective as to, is it worth me grinding myself to the bone to potentially have nothing at the end of it? And even if theoretically you were able to retire comfortably and have a house and all of those things. You have no idea what your health is going to be like at that time that you retire. You don't know if you're sorry to get morbid, but you don't know if you're going to survive that long. You really don't. And if you do get to that age, you have no idea if your body is going to be in the right condition for you to actually be able to enjoy retirement. That's not something that you can predict. No amount of healthy eating at the age of 20 is going to definitively predict what your health is going to be like at the age of 60. And one experience that I had really recently really like kind of brought that home 
for me and without going into too much detail about it because it's not it's it's something that happened to someone else that I witnessed therefore it's not really my place to put all of the details out there but um essentially I recently witnessed someone that I know have a seizure and this was a pretty young pretty healthy person I was not aware that they had any kind of pre-existing health conditions or anything like that but I did witness them have a seizure and it was literally just because life had gotten so much on top of them and they were trying to balance so many things and it just it it, it was too much and their body had just essentially had just said no I need to pause for a second I need to just shut down and that was the result of it and it had it genuinely terrified me to watch that happen and knowing that there was nothing that I could do but also not knowing what the outcome of that could be because I know that there are very very serious repercussions from having a seizure that you know that person potentially could not have survived that and that could have happened right in front of me and there was nothing that I could have done about it and it it really it really as I say put into perspective for me that it could be over just like that I know this is getting so so morbid but I feel like I just this experience really really shook me and I kind of just need to voice it I think um but I was having a conversation with the person afterwards and you know they were they were the ones that was explaining to me about how you know life had kind of just gotten on top of them and it had all just piled up trying to balance you know studying and working and having a life and having a relationship and trying to do all of those things that they thought that they quote unquote were supposed to do in order to seem like they were having and maintaining a successful life and they just couldn't handle it and I do feel like there is a lot of people out in the world today who are experiencing the same thing where we're constantly chasing and chasing and chasing after this image of what we think we're supposed to have in order to be deemed successful to other people and we're not we're not paying attention to ourselves and what our own individual needs are and so I've recently made the decision to kind of reduce my working hours and give myself you know even if the government doesn't want to give it to me I'm going to give myself a four-day work week and I'm very well aware that there are people who are going to be looking at me and going, oh, well, you know, there are other people out there that work five days a week, six days a week, you know, 60, 70 plus hours a week. And on the one hand, I'm like, that's great for them if they can handle that. I know that I cannot handle that. But also, on the other hand, should they have to handle that? Is that something that they should have to endure to work themselves that much just for someone else to look at them and go, oh, wow, they're doing so great because all they're doing is working. What do they have to show for it? Oh, okay, they have a nice car and they they have a nice house. But, you know, un- underneath the surface, what else is happening there? Are they, you know, suffering a lot of underlying health problems and they're having to pop a load of pills in order to mask the fact that they're, hi- they're hiding a lot of health problems because they're working themselves so much? Are they having a good quality of life outside of work? You know, are they able to maintain healthy family relationships and friendships and all of those things. And this is not me trying to judge people at all that work those amount of hours because I'm 100% sure that there are people out there who work those those long days because they just love it. And they are still able to balance all of those things outside of it and 
kudos to them 100% props to them if you are one of those people that can do that but personally I know that I'm not one of those people and I don't want to feel ashamed of the fact that I'm not because the last thing I want to do is just work myself to breaking point realistically I don't want to work myself to breaking point and look back on my life and think there were so many things that I wanted to do and I didn't do them because I spent the first portion of my life working consistently so that I could afford quote unquote to do those things and then once I could afford it financially my body was so broken and worn down that I was then not able to do those things because medically I physically couldn't to me that just doesn't seem worth it and at this point I'm aware that I've been talking for a very long amount of time and it's also been very deep and slightly morbid so if you're still here with me thank you for that but I'm gonna end it there I'm not gonna keep on talking and talking and talking and talking about this but essentially the point I'm trying to get at here is just please just put things into perspective because there are so many things that are happening in the world right now and it physically is impossible for one person to keep up with everything do not feel like you have to And if you cannot, don't be ashamed to say that. Don't be ashamed to say, you know what, this is too much for me and I need to just take a step back. I need to just take a break. I need to just reduce my workload a little bit. There is absolutely no shame in that. Um, I thought I was going to say something else really deep and wise after that point, but I'm not. I think I'm still just a little, still a little bit shaken up from that experience I had witnessing that person experienced what they experienced so I'm glad that I managed to get this out and hopefully this has helped someone and reassured someone that wherever they are in life whatever they're doing you're doing okay don't compare yourself to up someone else and think oh yeah but they're doing so much more than me it doesn't matter you're doing okay they're doing okay you just need to take life at your own pace because realistically time does not exist Time is a social construct. So why are we constantly trying to live our lives to fit something that doesn't exist? You know, you just do things at your own pace, at your own schedule, and things will happen when they happen. That's the advice I'm going to leave you with. Hopefully this has not scared you so far away from small talk and for fancy of leather that you don't ever come back and listen to the episode again. Hopefully you do. Um, And if that is the case, then you will hear from me and hopefully Kirsty if she's feeling a lot better. She's taking the well-needed rest that she deserves. Hopefully you'll hear from us next week. Um, You can keep up with us on Instagram. Make sure to follow us there. That is at Fancy of Leather. And on our website, that is www.fancyofleather.com. I've been Naomi. This episode has been very, very morbid. But I promise you it will not be like that next week. Um, And you'll hear from us then. Okay. Bye.